0: Been a whole week, no shit. We're live, pal. Yes,
1: we are. We're coming at you live from our bedroom. It's tales from the estate.
0: Hmm. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode fifteen. Welcome of tales from the estate. My name is Drew Vensel. Right next to me, as always, my wonderful wife, Caitlin hello if you would like to follow our show page on twitter you can do that at estate tales you can follow me on twitter at drew venzel
1: and you can follow me at k underscore venzel
0: you can listen to our show pretty much anywhere you get podcasts yeah. spotify apple podcast google play we're on podbean there's oh. a few others i don't know okay we don't ever talk about that. Right. I guess we probably should, right? We should. If yeah, people want to listen to our show. Absolutely. So, yeah, you can do that there. Um, we have a really fun show planned tonight. We're going to switch things up a little bit just for this week, kind of see how the it goes.
1: Switchy, switchy.
0: We will not be doing a top five this week,
1: <laughs>
0: but we will be doing a QA. Yes. So, we've got plenty of top five planned. Yes. Top fives planned. I think we have like six months worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually still planning on doing a top five this week. But once we started getting a bunch of questions in, I said, ah, that's probably going to yeah. push it a little past what we we want to keep it at time-wise. So I say let's go ahead and just get into things. Yeah. Why don't you hit us with your random fact of the week?
1: Okay. So, well, so this is a little twofold. a little. So the other day I wake up, you... I fell asleep and then you came in and you put something on and I woke up and you know what we were watching? The documentary of farts.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: And so... I
0: remember turning that on.
1: Yeah. I woke up and I'm like, what is happening? Like, because I didn't know what it was.
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever really scoured the Tubi app.
1: Oh, fucking sketchy. Oh, my word. But if you
0: ever have a free hour or 6 on your hands. Really just do a deep va- deep dive into some of the shows and movies so that are available on the Tubi app.
1: History, you should look at some of the things I've watched on Tubi. <laughs> Almost as scary. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. But anyways, okay. So anyways, so that just got my got my thinking. But did you know that fart's can be measured?
0: In what way? In what term of measurement? So
1: you you use what's called a rectal catheter. So basically you're just putting something up your poop chute and it determines how much volume of gas is produced.
0: Okay, so what is like an average?
1: So it doesn't really give the average. It's just for the person to know because the speed of your farts is 10 feet per second, which is seven miles an hour.
0: Wow. So The things you know, right?
1: Now you know. Just if, you know, when you're tooting, now you can think about it. Maybe it was, you know, just on my mind.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you this. If I have to stick something in my ass to measure a fart, that ain't ever happening.
1: They say on average you fart 14 times a day.
0: I think I'm above average. (laughs) You are
1: way above average. Well, thank you. (laughs) In more ways than one. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: All right. Well, since you mentioned it. Why don't you also double down on your weekly segments Okay. and share something from your Google search history?
1: All right. So in my Google search history, I Googled a weeping pussy willow. <laughs> 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 okay. Do you know what that is?
0: <laughs> okay. Did my laughter... <laughs> <laughs> immaturity at the sound and name of that, not give it away. No, I have no idea.
1: So it's actually like a tree, like a shrub. So I remember at I know I've
0: heard of a weeping willow. I didn't know that it was the the correct term was a weeping no, pussy willow. No,
1: so pussy willows are so they're these little like buds. I'll have to I'll show it to you. Don't worry. If you Google it, you're only gonna see pictures of trees, I promise. So but had you not known what it was and you saw it, you can be like, what the fuck is she looking at? Just
0: I wouldn't a, be surprised, though.
1: It's a weeping pussy, Willow. So there you go. How-
0: you just never cease to amaze me.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Oh, by the way. So the reason I Googled that was as I was leaving Acme the other day, they had them for sale. Okay. And so I like, put it in my, I looked it up so I wouldn't forget it because I want to go back and get one. Okay. So fantastic. So there you
0: go. All right. Well, it would not be our podcast if we didn't at least sneak in a bit of food talk. Mm -hmm. So before we get into these questions, um, I'll just share a little, a little food related story from this week. I tried a new restaurant yesterday. Mm -hmm. So we went to see your friend for she had just a very small baby shower. Um, with like immediate family, and so on our way there, we had stopped at the store. And then you had said there was going to be food there, but I was yeah. like, I don't know that I really want to chance that. And I mm-hmm. was pretty hungry, I was going to be driving, me being hangry and driving, right? Not a good
1: I also highly suggested you eat because you do get just a little tad, a little hangry. yeah.
0: So we were in Akron, and there's this place in Akron that I've been wanting to try, and it's called Freddie's Famous Steak Burgers. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of a chain. Um, I've looked up the menu online, but I guess I didn't realize how expansive it was. What the menu reminded me of was like a Culver's. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's familiar with Culver's, it's burgers, it's chicken sandwiches, it's, you know, just basic burger place food, but then they also do frozen custard. So this place does that too. Obviously, that wasn't what I was going for. I just wanted something to eat. So I got, it was called the California burger, which is basically... Just a double patty, two pieces of cheese. It had like what I would assume is their equivalent of like a Big Mac sauce and then lettuce, tomato. And it was topped with a very thick slice of onion,
1: which is my type of onion.
0: Right. So it was good. Burger was good. Um, It was pretty greasy, but that works for a burger. The fries were very underwhelming. They I, were similar to, like, a steak and shake fry, like the shoestring very, fries. Yeah. Not no, for me. Um, I
1: like more potato.
0: But, yeah, it was decent. You know, a place I've been wanting to try. I I would say Culver's is probably better.
1: I still have yet to have Culver's, so. comparison
0: to cheese curds. If you go to Culver's, you got to get the cheese curds.
1: Well, you've never taken me, so thank
0: well, you. I, I will. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, let's say, what do you say we get into these questions? Okay. All right. Oh, boy. So... You know, I put out a poll because I talked about last week. Maybe we should do a Q&A show um, just to switch it up for a week. You know, try something new. And so I put out a poll and I think it was like 83% said yes. So more than the majority. And so I had asked for people just to respond with questions. And for the most part, a lot of people sent multiple. Okay. There's no chance that we could get through them all. Okay. So I did... For the people that sent multiple, I kind of picked and choose. Okay. But I did save the other one so we could maybe do this six months from now. Okay. Have another Q&A. All right. So the first question came in from our good friend, Nick Haddix. Oh. My tag team partner, The Body to My Bulge. Yes. Yes. Strange as that sounds. But what Nick wanted to know is what were some of our favorite cartoons when we were growing up?
1: Magic School Bus. Okay. Doug. For sure. Rugrats for sure. Arthur.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, man. Like
0: I was a big cartoon I, fan.
1: I loved Animaniacs growing yes. up, too. Like
0: you've l- said a lot of the ones that I also love. So my f- first cartoon that I really remember watching and enjoying was on Saturday mornings, they'd always have the Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner oh, yeah. cartoons. Yep. And I always thought that those were just so funny. Um and then obviously everything that was on Nickelodeon. Rocco's modern life, yes. Rugrats, Doug, and then, you know, as it time went on you had like Rocket Power and the Wild Thornberrys oh and yes. all those shows. Yes. And I was also, you know, like a huge fan of for a little bit and then i kind of got out of cartoons but towards the end like fifth sixth grade was when pokemon really started getting popular mm-hmm. and i did watch the cartoons like every morning before i'd go to school and yeah yeah just, just good times but animaniacs pinky in the brain oh, yes. ren and stimpy wasn't a Loved huge ren and stimpy. stimpy fan i don't know if you could consider beavis and butthead a cartoon yeah i mean it's animated were you an
1: angry beavers fan
0: i did like the angry beavers
1: about Hey Arnold.
0: Hey Arnold was great. Yeah. You know, one that I you would think that I loved, but I really just didn't get into was Real Monsters. Remember Aureo Monsters? I do remember.
1: I didn't really watch it. Yeah, it
0: just kind of wasn't. It wasn't. wasn't really yeah. my thing. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, that's a good. One. Love
0: cartoons. And then, oh, you know, I mean, I still watch as them. an adult, we're Bob's Burgers fans.
1: Huge Bob's Burgers. We fans. love Bob's
0: Burgers. Um, I've always been a huge South Park fan. Yes, you know it's kind of a debate like south park or family guy i enjoy family guy
1: i like and i enjoy family Guy, but i
0: like south park a lot more yeah one and i know this is kind of like oof but i just never really got into the simpsons
1: so growing up we watched the simpsons a lot Mm -hmm. and you know then we just kind of you know once everybody kind of got older like you know we weren't always together like as a family like all the time like we were when we were younger when we watched it so but i mean you know if it's on i'll still watch it you mm-hmm. know every now and that's again. not bad no. it's just not something i'm gonna yeah. all i gotta watch simpsons mm-hmm. okay
0: that was fun thanks nick next one from the official artist of tales from the estate Seth. and he thinks this will be a fun debate I'm done. His question is: cereal a soup?
1: I'm gonna go with no.
0: I am also gonna go with no. But why? Why are you saying no?
1: So when I think of a soup, I'm thinking I'm like your the broth is for more than just an accent to. So like I feel like the milk is the accent to the cereal that like it enhances it. So.
0: Here. Okay. I I get that. Here's kind of my reasoning. Okay. So obviously if you pour a bowl of cereal, you put milk on it, but you could just open up a box of cereal and eat it. And you're still saying I'm eating cereal. Right. So to say I'm eating cereal really doesn't require there to be milk. So in that case, I don't think it could be considered a soup.
1: Okay. Have you ever eaten raw ramen noodles?
0: No, because I'm not some savage.
1: Okay, yeah, me neither. Yes, you
0: have. <laughs> God, you're such a hillbilly, I swear. <laughs> so, Seth, I'll also be interested to see what is your thoughts on that question if you consider cereal a soup.
1: Do you consider a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Okay.
0: Has bread, right? Has meat. <laughs> it's a sandwich. <laughs> That's kind of you know, two things you need for a sandwich bread and filling. A hot dog has bread and filling. It's a sandwich.
1: So, is a hot pocket
0: a hot pocket? I guess is a sandwich. Sure.
1: Okay. All right.
0: All right. Next question from the wonderful host. Of two podcasts. Oh. Mr. Brian Breaker. You know, obviously from Breaker and Bane's Power Hour and his new show. You know it's fake, right? Awesome. It's it's become, I actually look forward to Monday mornings. Usually on Mondays, we're both off. Because you're off Sundays and Mondays. I usually try to take Mondays off. So, you'll be sleeping in. Mm-hmm. I wake up Monday morning. And I got a few hours before you wake up. And I throw on the podcast. So, that's I start my Monday with it. But him and I are very similar in the fact that we love obscure characters in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Some of my favorite wrestlers are just the obscure characters because it's just so it's just funny to me. It's wild. And it's, you know, just I like going back and looking at those guys that were only around for six months and just had weird gimmicks or whatever. And especially with like my figure collecting, like those are some of my favorite figures are the ones that they made like one of like yeah. my Zeus figure. Love it. My giant Gonzalez. Love it. I my like my biggest wish list figure ever is for Mattel to do an elite nails figure. I would lose <laughs> my mind with like a soft goods, like prison jumpsuit oh, it would be incredible. But so his question is, you know, he feels the same way about obscure wrestlers. So this is for both of us. Mm-hmm. What is more enjoyable? A really good wrestling match or a match involving a goofy character?
1: So for somebody like myself that you know is new to watching wrestling, like I don't get to like nowadays, you know, they're really they don't have those goofy like gimmicks. I right know, there's they're definitely not as yeah. So I do like when you show me like episodes of like, you know, just random like hillbillies just running around or Mm -hmm. something like or like some bar fight. so like i think it's okay so but yeah so i think i would like to see an obscure character okay but i also do like seeing good wrestling with like Mm -hmm. you know like a great match right so
0: yeah i think for me you know obviously i i love watching a good wrestling match You know, and if there's times where I just want to, I want to watch wrestling, I'll like search out a good match and that's what I'll throw on. But I also really do enjoy just like thinking about an obscure character and then searching out like segments involving them. Yeah. And it's funny is as growing up, a lot of the, I guess, stories and the programs that I remember are ones that were so goofy that involved like the obscure characters. Like one of my favorite obscure characters of all time is Papa Shango. Loved the Papa Shango gimmick. I'm obviously a huge horror fan. He was like a voodoo Mm -hmm. master. And I was really young when he was around. I was like four or five years old. And obviously one of his first big fuses with the ultimate warrior. And he put a curse on him and then he had this goo coming down (laughs) his head. And then he's puking on everybody in the back. And it's just so hokey. And looking back, it's just so like funny. But those are the things that I remember. Like that was burned into my brain as a kid. Like because I was, I just loved the Ultimate Warrior so much. But then I also like I liked Papa Shango because I'm like, this is weird. And then all the Undertaker stuff, where you know they'd bury him alive or they'd put him in a casket and he, you couldn't kill him. Yeah. You know, he was like my wrestling version of Michael Myers, and that's why the Undertaker's always been my favorite.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I would, I would say. I enjoy both equally, Mm -hmm. but I probably have more fun going back and watching stuff from the obscure So
1: I meant to show you this. So Mason sent me this of one of the officers that he works with. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody's been comparing. They
0: think he looks like the undertaker. Yeah, I can see it. (laughs) All right. Our next questions, plural. Yeah. Oh come in from the wonderful candace
1: oh which
0: by the way we really got to get together with them Mm -hmm. soon cracker barrel date yes yes definitely
1: sunday mondays that's right sunday mornings (laughs) about to make it happen
0: um candace sent a bunch but i picked a a, i picked three okay so her first question is what is our ultimate dream vacation and i think this i think our answers are probably going to be different but i will let you go first
1: okay so I have two and for two different reasons. Is okay. That okay? Sure. Okay. There's no rules to this. Okay. So my first one is to go to Bora Bora. So just the other night we were searching like to go. I want to stay in one of those over the water huts. And you were like, okay, we can make it happen. And we were looking at the price. Why don't night. you tell
0: everybody what my reaction was when you told me what the price was per night.
1: I think he started having a seizure. Yeah. Like
0: it was not as not that, but I was just like, home. Oh. oh. Like almost it almost took my breath away. But
1: so there was one that for so it was twelve hundred and forty-three dollars a night. Ain't happening. So, but so I clicked on it. So this for so first of all, this is years from now that I was thinking, but there is a package that includes breakfast and dinner for okay.
0: $1,800 a night. We better be hitting the lottery or yes. else I'm not sure Bora Bora is happening.
1: So also looking into it a little further, that $1,800 is per person, yeah, per night.
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, why don't you share your other dream vacation?
1: Um, so I would love to do a whole European tour. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely, obviously, like... I would love to go to France. I know as like cliche as it is, like I've always wanted to go. Like I've just been fascinated by it. So it's definitely a more realistic option. So hopefully coming soon, we'll be able to do that. I'd love to go to the museums. And I would love to do like a European bread tour, like going all across Europe and eating different loaves of bread. Yeah. Thoughts?
0: I'm down. Okay. Okay. Uh, my ultimate vacation is to go to Italy. Mm-hmm. It is like my number one or two bucket list item that I want to do you know before I die is go to Italy. I want to really make sure that it, I do it proper so at least a week I want to see as much as possible I want to see Sicily. I mm-hmm. want you know I want to ride a gondola I want to. Right. I may just stay. Once I eat that food it's probably done deal for me i ain't coming back i'll get a job as like a dishwasher or something and we'll live in a okay I was, studio apartment i was just
1: about to ask am i staying or am i coming back here no you're staying okay
0: <laughs> we'll find you a job doing something
1: okay yeah
0: all right next question do we like to read and if we do like to read what are what is our favorite <laughs> book or some of our favorite books i will let you start
1: Okay, so I do like to read. I wish I felt like I had more time to read. I'm going to be honest. My favorite books are smutty books, like Fifty Shades of Grey. You like
0: reading the erotic romance novels.
1: Yeah, and so like those are some of my favorite ones. So, But I do like um, Janet Ivanovich was like a... Like she's a big writer, but she has like all these like number books. They're just like these really like hokey crime, like romance stories, and they're pretty funny. So, those are also some of my favorite.
0: Cool. Um, I love to read. I wish I had more time to read, honestly. Mm -hmm. I wish I had more time to do a lot of things, but Mm -hmm. it just kind of is what it is. Uh, I really like to read autobiographies. Yes, you do. I really love to read obviously wrestling books, you know, wrestling autobiographies. One of my favorite books I've ever read is, <clears throat> well, really both of Jim Ross's books. I think if you're a wrestling fan, absolute must reads. Um, obviously love to read horror. You know, I like to read crime mm-hmm. books, suspense, thrillers, anything like that. Uh, probably my favorite horror type book. It's a book called Black Chalk. And it's about this group of friends who in college uh, come up with this game and it ends up leading to a lot of them losing their lives. Oh, uh, but it's very good.
1: Oh, all right. Um,
0: yes. So love to read. Yeah. All right. And then the last one from Candace, if you could go back in time, what year would you go back to?
1: Ooh, what year would I go back to? So I personally would if I could go back to like 1990 and be 18, I feel like.
0: Just living it up in the 90s. Oh,
1: I just would be raising hell for sure.
0: Okay. Um, I don't know that I would pick a specific year, uh, but if I could go back in time, I would go back to when my grandmother was alive. Mm -hmm. So I could meet her. Uh, She passed away when my mom was young. So I never got to meet her. Mm -hmm. And I would like to. um, Because I'm sure I've got some of her qualities as well. Since I have some of my (laughs) mom's. I don't know if she was a road rager. um, But I'm sure she was an amazing cook. Yes. And uh, you know I'd be all about that. So yeah I don't know that I'd pick a specific year. Um, I might go back to. Like late 95, early 96, just so I could go to a Tupac concert. That's, you know, if I could right. see one person in concert. Hey,
1: well, guess what? If you came back with me in the 90s, we could do that. We'd so, make it happen.
0: all right. But those were great. Thank you, Candace. Yes. All right. Next questions come from Dobro. So, the first one he would like to know is what was our dream job as a child?
1: Oh, I wanted to be an astronaut. 100%. Like, I thought my ass was going to be in space.
0: The other day, they had the thing on on Hulu mm-hmm, about the, the Mars landing, and I had sent it to you, like, right before it happened, because I knew you were going to be yeah. so into it. Like, you just, you love space. Yeah. You love science. Yep. Anything NASA related? Yep. You were all about? I am just all about it. Uh, for me, you know, I've talked about I want to be a broadcaster. Yeah. That's just always what I wanted to do. And it really didn't matter like what sport or anything like that like i just wanted to do sports broadcasting that's i would sit in my room and play games and i'd You'd call it out it. i'd watch a game and still to this day it's kind of funny is i'll be you know watching a browns game and i'll say something after a play and then the announcer says like the same exact thing and i'm like
1: you're like see i know
0: i should have done this <laughs> It's what?
1: never too late to follow your dreams.
0: Well, hey, that's that's what this is now. Exactly. I'm killing two birds with one stone. All right. Next question. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream?
1: Ooh, like of all time? Sure. Or, well, okay. I'm going to go with peanut butter crunch from Smith Dairy. Okay. So it's a peanut butter ice cream, but it has like peanut butter toffee pieces in Ooh, it. Ooh, that sounds With good. like swirls of like chunked peanut butter like through it okay it's da- next time we go to the dairy yet when they open up we're, we'll get you some peanut butter ice cream from there
0: i'm down okay my favorite ice cream flavor is chubby hubby from mm-hmm. ben and jerry's mm-hmm. so it is chocolate covered pretzels basically mm-hmm. in vanilla ice cream with fudge swirl Oof. and I'm just a sucker for it. Yes, you are. Every time, like if I'm at the store and I go by the Ben and Jerry's, I check to see if they have it, and if they have it, I buy it. Yeah, because it's just, mm. oh. but I like me some ice cream. Yeah, I've been on it's. It's weird. I go through like cycles, like I won't eat ice cream for a long time, and now I'm on the kick where it's like I want it all right. the time. Like, and or- I also really like Walmart. It's like they're a great value brand. They do these like drumsticks. Yes. But they're peanut butter filled. Yes. And there's like there's one that's vanilla ice cream with a peanut butter filling. There's one that's peanut butter ice cream with a peanut butter filling. And then there's another one that's just like um, peanut butter ice cream.
1: Even the fudge on the outside is like a peanut butter. Like,
0: yeah. Like, man, is it good?
1: Yeah. And there only comes in the great value. And if you do not have a peanut allergy you got to try them because they are vbomb.com. The okay. Like highly recommended.
0: I will do that. All right. Last one from Dobro. I thought this one would be fun. What is our favorite quality in each other?
1: My favorite quality in you is how understanding you are. Okay. You are very, especially to me, because you know you understand me, and so you mm-hmm. know exactly just what I need. And so it's just it's the best quality to have somebody that fully understands.
0: Right. So For me, my favorite quality in you is how accepting you are. Like they say when you when you meet the person that you're supposed to be with, you just know. And since the very beginning, we've just had that connection. You know, I never, ever felt once that I needed to be anything besides who I am. Mm. And I'm like, let's face it, I'm (laughs) a weirdo. I'm a nerd. My weirdo. Right. Like... I'm basically in a a 12 year old in an adult's body. Yeah. Well, you know, right. But you just, I like, I've never had to be anything else other than who I am. And that's always been my favorite quality in you.
1: I just love you.
0: All right. Next, we have from doing the favor, Mr. Eric Brown. And what he would like to know this is for you. This is not a question for me. Okay. This is a question for you. What were your thoughts the first time that you saw my figure collection? And then later on, you know, my my toy room um, and then what were your thoughts knowing that it was going to continue growing?
1: So the first time I saw your toy collection, it was literally like five pops in a spare bedroom on a nightstand. Mm -hmm. Like that's what your toy collection was. And that
0: was five years ago.
1: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. back in the day. And so, like, I really didn't think much about it. And then, like, w- you would go to stores. You'd be like, I found this one today, you know, because that's what you really started collecting. And so, like, I was always under the, you know, if it makes you happy mm-hmm. and you get excited about it, then, you know.
0: You've um, always been supportive. Yeah. You just said, if if this makes you happy, yeah. then go ahead.
1: And so, then when you started, like, collecting your figures, I didn't know how big, like, it was gonna be
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and then like you know it started like growing and so like i just started accepting it because it made you happy and like
0: and so when you go down in the basement now what are, what are your thoughts
1: it's sometimes i'm always like jeepers this is a lot of stuff like yeah. and sometimes i'm just like i don't know where you're gonna put any more stuff like we're gonna have to like get a bigger basement
0: i know i'm getting to the point now where i've I'm getting creative. I'm I have a plan. Yeah. So as it keeps growing, I have a plan of how I'm going to make it work. Yeah. Um, But I am very grateful that. You just let me spend all this money on toys. You
1: work very hard and you are very wise with Okay, as it may not seem you are very wise with your money, Mm -hmm. you know, so, hey, you do you boo boo. I so. was
0: I was taught by the expert budgeter aka my mom. Yes. So Speaking of my mom, mm-hmm. our next question comes from her oh. and it is for me. She wanted to know how many wrestling shirts do I own? That is not a...
1: nearly enough.
0: Wow, it's <laughs> like you're in my mind. It's like you know my answer. I will say this, I have slowed down mm-hmm. on wrestling shirts because I'm not getting any of the subscription boxes anymore. You know, when I used to get yeah. uh, pro wrestling, crate and all that, you'd get two shirts a month I'm not doing that anymore. Um, and really, with the exception of a couple over the past few months, the only wrestling related shirts that I bought are like supporting the podcast that I enjoy. Yeah, um, you know, I did get that nail shirt and there's been a couple <laughs> others. I got that The Great Muda shirt, which was uh, that went over well when I shared that on Royal Rumble night. Everybody was a big fan of that. I know Sammy was kind of jealous, but <laughs> I told him I had the link handy whenever he was ready. Um, I think at last check, I was at 108. no I know people that have way more, but I have a lot of wrestling shirts. Do you know how I, many I have? How many do you have?
1: um I think two.
0: No. Three. You probably have four or five. Maybe. If you count like the fully posable shirt oh, that yeah. has me on it,
1: mm-hmm. I wear that one all the time. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but look at you—you're starting a nice little collection as well. Yeah,
1: I look at that.
0: Can never have enough wrestling shirts. No, I'm actually looking forward. You know, here in a a month or so, it'll be. Boot to the face always does their WrestleMania T-shirt week. Share a different shirt every day. Okay, look forward to that. I'll have to pull out some good ones this year. Yeah. All right, and then our last question asker of the night. Yeah. Also, the recipient of this week's shout out, Tara yes the good sister you know i shared on twitter she had sent me that uh the horror movie poster it's it's what it really is is it's a scratch off list and it has 100 movies you Mm -hmm. know like essential horror movies and as you watch them she'll scratch it off and she asked me she goes um are you gonna scratch them off i said no i said i wanted to just be like that i mean you could still you know check them off in your head or make a list or whatever uh but thank you tara that was very thoughtful of you and you always do too much for everybody but that's why you're the good sister. But Tara's first question is, if we were in witness protection, what would our names be and where would we live?
1: Um. Oh, boy. I feel like your first name, though, would be Clive and I would be Karen.
0: That's your choices? Mm-hmm. You'd want to be a Karen.
1: I think I feel like that's what I would have to be.
0: but then you may be on your own
1: no what would yours be
0: Uh, i would be howie feltersnatch Uh and you'd be darcy o'queef and we'd live uh in a trailer in mississippi i don't know (laughs) out of the public eye
1: oh man darcy o'queef yeah uh mrs o'queef
0: exactly way better (laughs) than karen All right, Tara's next question. One thing about the opposite sex that grosses us out. So it doesn't necessarily have to be about me. Right. Just has to be about the opposite sex.
1: The opposite that grosses me out? Yeah. Crazy old man toenails. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what I'm talking about because we've all seen them. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh,
0: Like just really long,
1: long, and then they were oh, they start turning sandals. Like, yeah, like they start turning like a weird shade of like taupe, like they're <laughs> just like gross. Yeah, and they always have open-toed sandals on.
0: That's not what I was expecting out of you.
1: Ugh, Oof. Oof.
0: You know, you know what, well, mine? What? And I—I I hate to do this, but it's just what I experience on a daily basis is the retail environment. So in the summertime, mm-hmm. when it's 90 degrees out <laughs> and you have a woman who maybe it's her hereditary. Maybe it's genetics. <laughs> I
1: already know what you're going to say,
0: but they're big sweaters. <laughs> and then when it's time for them to pay, now they're not pulling out a card. They're pulling out cash.
1: You don't want that titty money. And
0: where do you think they're pulling that money from? Now I don't know if you've ever felt some sweaty tip money.
1: Yes, I have.
0: You can't just wash sweaty tip money juice off your hands. Like you almost have to soak your hands in bleach to get that foul under tip <laughs> off of your hands. So that grosses me out. You know, another one that you wouldn't think of because it's a different type of gross, but that really grosses me out. Hmm. It's when girls talk like this. Oh, my God.
1: Do people really talk like that? Actually, I lied because I do know some people that talk like like that.
0: Like the stereotypical, like the valley girl. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Just please don't. Mm -mm.
1: I remember um, when Jessica Simpson was like really popular when I was like, In high school, like, you know, like, there were girls that, like, purposely acted dumb. Yes. To, like, get attention because they thought it was, ugh, gross. I hated that.
0: All right. Yes. And then Tara's last question. Mm Mm-hmm. You were in prison serving a life sentence. Okay. What crime did you commit?
1: Oh, I definitely killed someone.
0: Allison, when I tell you guys this, I'm being honest. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder, (laughs) because my wife has watched more Snapped than anybody I've ever known in my life. Yeah. I think that she's probably watched every episode of Snapped, so 28 seasons, uh, I don't know, probably about 300, 400 episodes. Yeah. At least twice. Yeah. She would know how to kill me. Yeah. And get away with it.
1: Yeah. So I guess I wouldn't be in prison for that, so...
0: But you probably just went on a rampage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd do anything that would deserve a life sentence. Road rage. Okay. Road rage. <laughs> I'm sure that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be... I, I, Nah. Maybe they'll put me on death row so I can at least get a good last supper. Uh, All right. Well, that was our last question that was asked for yeah. me. But I thought I would give you an opportunity to ask me one question and i will ask you one question okay can be anything you want
1: um what is your biggest pet peeve of mine
0: <laughs> i already know it <laughs> immediately because there's very like there's like one thing you do that bothers me <laughs> but it just so happens that you like to put the fucking toilet paper roll <laughs> On the wrong way. You put it on so that it slides down from the back. That ain't how it goes. No, you pull forward. You don't reach behind and pull down. Yes, you do. Well, this is why we have three bathrooms. Right. Do that shit in your own bathroom.
1: Here's the thing, though. I will walk into any three of these bathrooms and there will be an empty toilet paper roll with a new toilet paper roll sitting on top of it. So if I have to change it, I'm going to put it on how I choose. All right. But yes. So that was my question for you. That was a good question.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Let me think of a question real quick.
1: Make it a good one.
0: If you could go on a date Mm -hmm. with only one celebrity, okay. Who would it be?
1: Ooh, only one celebrity, Barack Obama.
0: That's a good one. Be a fun dinner conversation. (laughs) And that was our Q&A Yes, it was. I had a ton of fun doing this. I did too. That it was was a good little change up for Mm -hmm. a week. You know, something different. Yeah. Hopefully people like it. Yeah. Maybe if they do, we'll do another one down the road. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, we'll be back to doing our top fives next week. Yeah. Anything else you have to add before we go?
1: No. Mask up, everyone.
0: Yes. Stay safe. Thank you all, as always, for the support. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. We just love doing this and if you guys like it that means everything to us because we just have a blast doing it yes we do but we will see you guys next week Mm -hmm. for episode 16 and until then too Too sweet. sweet